I learned a really quick side note. I learned why, at least probably part of the motivation for a lot of this stuff from companies. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the EPA and states a and I I haven't looked this up at all. I just heard it talking to somebody in the last week. But um, they instigate like a across the board of a manufacturer. They have to hit an average miles per gallon number. Oh. So across the board. So like that's probably why you see. Like if they want to keep making 5.0 Mustangs, they have yeah. to make EcoBoost Mustangs so that that number averages because they have to hit an overall brand average of X miles per gallon, which brings me to my next question. Uh, how the heck is Dodge doing I it? Like, <laughs> I was like trying to think of like what Dodge does yeah. over 20. Right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Third Pedal Podcast. Can we introduce ourselves every time? Sure. I'm Zach. I'm Jacob. Um. Yeah, man. How's your week been going? You making it with the? We both have ninety three octane tunes. Yeah, so not fun. Not that's fun. not cool. Sorry, thinking about E eighty five. Yeah, real hard. Yeah, it's like oh, maybe this corn thing is on <laughs> yeah. something. Maybe they got. Some. I made fun of it at first. Maybe they got something to it. <laughs> made fun of that, and then like the last three episodes, we just talked about electric cars all the time, and then like yeah. now I'm like, how expensive is one now of these? You've got golfs? a bun. Like, where are we going? <laughs> you got a shirt with the mountains on. Yeah. You're like Subaru through and through. Like, share, subscribe, get this out there. Yeah, we need, we need to pay for gas. So. <laughs> but no, on that, um, we had, uh, we're super blessed. Like we had a crazy week the past couple of weeks yeah. with, it seems like we finally found a lot of you guys for uh, whoever's joining now. And this is the first new episode that you're seeing. Thank you for joining us. And yeah, we um, appreciate you guys. Yeah, um, it's been really cool to see a lot of, um, not, you know, nothing about the numbers really, but just like feedback from people and comments from people yep. and a lot of engagement on uh, whatever segments and stuff that we're posting. But um, but on that, like if you guys, if you are new, whatever channel you found us through, um, we'll just run through real quick, like where we're at, because you can get a lot more out of the podcast depending on where you're at. So we are available on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts and Spotify are the two big ones. Um, great to put throw it on in your car, half hour episodes. Um, we are also on YouTube. We post full cl- full episodes as well as clips throughout the week. So um, really good to like have on in the background. You can see mm-hmm. a lot of the examples we're going through. We show a lot of videos and pictures and stuff that we react yeah, to. Yeah, all the pictures of the cars we talk yeah. about, um, whatever. Well, most importantly, I would say to watch would be for the Make It or Break It, <laughs> yes. our full send series. <laughs> yes. We talk about car show car yes. fails, react to them, stuff yes. like that. Um, we break those out into clips and everything too. So definitely hop on to watch that. You can find us on uh, TikTok where we're posting shorts of the episodes, everything like that. So engage with us all across the board. We'd love to see, and we'd love to hear from you guys on like whatever thing you're working on, your build, the fail video you found, something dumb you saw in the wild, like whatever it yep. is, shoot it. And we'd love to talk about it. Yeah. We're, send us stuff. I mean, we're, we're, we do a lot to try and find what's out there. Obviously we're on social media. It's easy to find stuff a lot of times too, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff we're probably not seeing too. Right. So definitely send it in. Uh, we'd love to see it. You know, we're, we're both working full-time besides this too so yep. we're not yep unfortunately all day on tiktok right you know or, or instagram youtube right. whatever finding these clips so yeah if you guys see something crazy want us to either react to it or rate it right. or whatever it may be Anything. your build someone else's Roast build your ride, whatever look at what you're working on whatever yeah. it is yeah. like we'd, we'd love to do any of it because we're uh we're just that's all we're essentially trying to do is just create like a virtual car club pretty yep. much so yep. so whatever stuff you want to share you're you're part of this too this is yours so if you have something to contribute to it shoot it and we'd love to talk about it but um, but anyway, so on that, it seems like the clip that got the most traction out of anything was talking about this uh, this pistonless engine. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Yeah. Um, and learning more about it, like even after after we recorded and after we posted stuff, it caused me to kind of dig into it a little bit more to figure out what's going yeah. on. But uh, but it seems we got like very high level, like hey, twenty five thousand yeah. RPM, it weighs as much as this much horsepower, right. it's stackable. Yeah. And then everybody was asking a bunch of questions, <laughs> yeah. and we were like, "Can we hear it? How's it work? Yeah. What's this?" We're like, "Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." We knew enough to make the clip in the episode, and that right. was pretty much right. it. We learned it 
live on the camera. Like we read yeah. the article on the camera, but um, yep. but no. So it seems like that's obviously a really cool new engine technology. Um, something obviously everybody's curious about. So we found. Um, it sounds like you found a few others that yeah. we should that are notable. So, we should be talking about. And I, I'm not going to take credit for finding them either. You guys sent these to us. Oh, you commented right. most yep. of these. I think one or two of them. I maybe found myself just looking for smaller, compact, high power motors. Yeah. Um. I think the most. Cool it most coolest most coolest, coolest most, most important <laughs> one that we got I don't know twenty or thirty comments about this one in particular was a liquid piston yeah what engine. the heck is that about so I didn't look into these at all I know you did some research on these but so that one that was almost less clear to me than pistonless <laughs> right so it's because if you, the pistonless still kind of had a it wasn't a piston right. But it has it was a combustion a, chamber. Similar to a rotary, right? right? So this is very, very similar. This is a... Oh, okay. Um, it's called the Liquid... Liquid Piston is the brand. I thought it was a type oh. of engine. It's a Liquid Piston brand. Oh, that's They way have more. the engine called the X engine. Okay. Find a better name. I don't know what this means. Because it's triangle. It's not a X. You know what I mean? Anyways. They're like, no, see, it's the bottom of an X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marketing could use some help. Totally cool. You guys make it an awesome engine. And this one has working prototype. That was a lot of the feedback we got oh. to. Like, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. And we're like, I agree. Let's yes. hear it. Um, ha have we heard back at all from Omega? No. Okay. No, nothing I yet. We're trying to out, right? Yeah, we're going to see if okay, we can so try we to out for you guys. We would love to have a video of that thing running. Yeah. 25,000 RPM. I, it's got to sound insane. It's got to. So I don't know the... Just to see where that project's at to see if there is right. any. Because I know like that was a lot of the feedback was there was there are videos with uh, the engineers at that team and with other engineers critiquing the design that it definitely sounds very theoretical at this point. Mm -hmm. um, but... It's interesting, and it like at right. least whatever they hired, they paid enough somebody enough on an animation that I'm really curious what it sounds like. Right. What it can well, do. the cool I think what gets us what gets you guys excited about this, what gets us excited about this is there really hasn't been huge leaps forward in engine tech right. for what fifty years right. would be safe to say right because there's been I I don't know when turbo superchargers and stuff like that came around but it's basically been like I think that what was did like it start 80s, with like right? a straight six was probably one of the first straight eight yep. or straight six or whatever yep. then then we got the V's we got the yep. the compressed V's with VR right. sixes and stuff like that right. and then just stuff like rotary yeah, right? rotary rotaries came in and so, and motors themselves are not that old like we're talking about a technology that's not more than you know like a little over a century old so right. like this is it's a very rapid development initially for that first few years right and then kind of stagnated into like we're still like one of the engines i want to talk to you about is this new v8 from chevy and it's i mean it's a v8 it's something that they've been doing since the 60s right. like which yeah. is crazy you know they're, they're obviously optimizing it's a completely different platform than it right. was back then but it is really interesting and like it seems like it's almost plateaued and then some of these other some of these other engine technologies seem really exciting has like yeah. something that that completely breaks what we think is normal with a lot of it this breaks stuff. the no re no replacement for displacement a <laughs> yeah. little bit right yeah. like it gets those guys being like hmm like yeah. the whole joke is right like i'm sure you guys post it i've seen i, I think people that we follow yeah. posted like your, your turbo civics so these yep. crazy tuned up cars that like yep. they're like all oh, making scat packs cry and like yep. they're seriously yep. though like yep. these little yep. like tuned up crazy cars so the yes. no replacement for displacement like yes sometimes right but like there, there's all kinds of crazy stuff you could do right. now which right. is just awesome so anyways so this tell thing, me how this thing works this thing is essentially rotary right okay. so it's got this oval shaped rotary of a picture right here um it's got three combustion chambers okay three spark plugs and um essentially just works that's like how rotary, rotary is, isn't it? So what I thought was cool about it is um, the flow okay. of the engine. It's basically front to back. So it intakes oh, so it is straight a lot through like the, the front. Omega. It's a, it's a rotor that has an intake and an exhaust side. Okay. Right? And then 
that where they port in where the combustion chamber basically piston i guess meets the combustion chamber it's got the ports for both okay so whenever it makes its cycle i'm using probably all the wrong words for this that's no, totally I get, cool I'm following in you. in layman's terms to yeah. explain how this works how i understand it when it um you know reaches its combustion cycle okay it goes from the front okay. of the engine to the back okay from the intake to the exhaust okay so it compresses you gotcha. know ignites expands and shoots it out the back so um, was, they have some really cool videos okay uh, liquidpiston.com you can look at the full they yeah, show the we'll power curves clip. all that t- we'll yeah. run a clip in the side of it so running it's it. really really cool so it looks just like a it looks like a rotary with a big weight reduction yeah so what and, a, so and, an, and an oval instead of a triangle in the middle they were very clear that it's not a wankel engine which is the first time i heard that yeah. that's what the rotaries are called yep, wankel yep. engines so totally totally new technology totally different way of doing it um the working prototype that i do have i have a video for it um, they're working on small models right now. Sure. So makes sense. It's not going to be, oh, it's 25,000 RPM. It's, it's you know, stackable up to right. 300, 400, 500 right. horsepower, stuff like that. The one that I have a video of, it's it's four pounds. Four pounds. So things like this big. So What? Oh, that's cool. Tiny little thing. Okay. You know, they can use it for, they have really cool, like, mission and things that they're trying to do. Gotcha. It's not just cars, but it's also not just planes. Because I know okay. some of the things, like, yeah. the Omega One was... Most like huge for focus. aircraft. I don't yeah. think it was a ton for like they weren't making right. it for um, autos and stuff right. like that. Is this like auto driven? Like they're shooting this is for, for cars? everything. Oh, so okay. they have um, they want, you know, to use it in drones, to use okay. it in small planes, um, vehicles. But in vehicles, the asterisk to that is um, they want to use it as basically. And you talked about this before, too, basically like a hybrid system. Oh, okay. because this is 30 percent more efficient than regular piston engines. Okay. So they could use it as um, basically like, what would you call it? A battery recharger or something like that? Oh, like a generator. Right. Because they said, right? so essentially their their theory is um, regular internal combustion engines are too inefficient. Okay. Electric cars are also too inefficient because okay. they're using these mega battery packs. Right. Where is the battery stuff coming from? Right. Where is the, you know, you plug your car and you feel great about yourself. Right. But 50 miles down the road, there's a coal plant <laughs> right, right. throwing stuff into right, the air right. that you're actually using to charge right. your electric car. Right. So it like makes you feel good. Right. So the thing is with this is it's so much more efficient that gotcha. it could be you know housed in a Tesla or sure. a Prius or whatever, these sure. hybrid cars, hopefully a cool hybrid car, <laughs> um, and require way less battery okay. in the car. So you save tons and tons of weight. Interesting. You think about, a say, a four-pound core, for example, this right. one. Four pounds. If you got a little bit of a tank, yeah, you know, you can keep those batteries charged up yep. essentially. Yep. But you don't need. You're not relying on the batteries for the whole range because you're exactly. just you're just regenerating. So that's just really for whatever you punch it. You need the juice immediately, kind right. of thing. It's just kind of a a buffer almost. In there. Right. But different than some hybrids, where say like the i8 okay. has a um, internal combustion engine and electric ones, and there's other hybrids yeah. that use the same. Where yep. like the the gas motor is literally powering the wheels. Right. Where they're saying this would be more like a generator okay. inside the car. So okay, it's not yeah. going, this isn't hooked up to a drive shaft, hooked up, you know, to a, a transmission that goes to the wheels. Okay. This thing's literally like, say, under the back seat or in the gotcha. trunk. Just Yeah, it's literally it a generator. So it's just exactly. literally running at ARPM. Yeah. And just producing electricity to feed right in. Right. Which I thought was really, really cool That's because it's cool. so much more efficient. So you'd use so much less gas to get the benefits, electric benefits yeah. of gas. Basically, I'd say the, the quick Interesting. recharge yeah. per se yeah. of get you fill your thing up with gas takes three to five minutes. You cry That's a little really bit at the pump, but you cry a little bit less because yeah. it's so much more efficient. Right. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, that is super interesting. I have, let's listen to it real okay. quick. Yeah, let's do it. Um, the engine, it kind of looks like the reverse of a typical rotary. Like usually a rotary has 
a um like an oval um combustion chamber and right. it's got the triangle piston that rotates around yeah in it. it's interesting because this is a triangle and it's got right. an oval piston that rotates around so they're yep. like yeah no trust us it's not a rotary it's like it's a little though <laughs> i think it's way different right trust me yeah <laughs> i'm sure the functionality of it is but just at a glance i'm like well is it though so here it is. They got this. So this is that four pound one I'm talking about. They got it in a go kart. Oh, it's the go kart video. It's the go kart. This go-kart. is that engine. This is that engine. Yep. Oh, okay. So this is not. Uh, I thought you were gonna say they have like uh, this, like sitting on a bench and there's stuff sitting through it. No, like see, look, it turns over on its own. Right. They're actually like they actually using got it, it running. Something. So this is a whole. This is on their website too. They have a whole okay interview. I think with the engineer, okay. the guy who okay, made okay. it, um, and then this interviewer guy, and then they got it in a go kart for okay. a working example to drive it. So they don't do. So I was trying to find everywhere yeah. as car guys do anytime, anytime you're looking up a car, right? Like, oh, I might want to buy this car. Yeah. What's your first YouTube exhaust sound? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. How does it sound? Yeah. And then straight pipe. Because <laughs> it sounds straight pipe. So he's trying to find like some like sitting, revving it. Yeah. Like hearing it idle. Yeah. yeah. Like maxing it out. Yeah. Type of stuff like yeah. that. They don't. I, f- I feel like with this stuff, I don't, my brain doesn't like with the 25,000 RPM engine, my brain, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know where to start with how that would sound other right. than kind of like a turbine engine, maybe. Yeah. But like that, like this is kind of one of those two other than I, I just kind of picture a rotary, I guess. But yeah, I'm curious. So it kind of sounds like that. So here I got the volume up. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, see it? It's behind so look you. How t- it basically looks like a turbo, right? It does. That's the whole thing. It does look like a turbo. That's the motor? Yep. That's the whole thing. That's that thing. Yep. It's tiny. Okay, so, so for those not watching, it's maybe the size of a cantaloupe. <laughs> it totally sounds like a little rotary. Right, doesn't it? Interesting. So they've got cool. other models they're working on, obviously bigger ones yeah. that produce more horsepower. That yeah. one's... Four pound core. Um, it currently produces about three horsepower, so pretty tiny. Interesting. They think that model they can get it up to about five horsepower. Okay. For that tiny little thing. Okay. The comparison they used was so four four pounds. Okay. The motor they pulled off that go kart was a six horsepower motor. Okay. That was over forty pounds, so it's a tenth oh. of the weight. Okay. Ish the same. That's crazy. Horsepower. That's Isn't nuts. Crazy. So, so it's tenth that of the weight. Thirty. Uh, what did you say? It's. 30% what was the efficiency number I think they said 30% more efficient okay that's crazy yeah increase, increase efficiency by 30% thanks to the company's patented wow thermodynamic the the weight, 30% cycle. more efficient yeah that's crazy yeah. that's really cool that's interesting yep so that'll cool be a cool like one to keep an eye too, on like gives me a little bit of hope to for internal combustion engines mm-hmm. engines we've talked You've talked a lot about electric cars, and there's some really, really exciting stuff with that, too. Yeah, there's some more I know, coming. There's, there's definitely more. <laughs> and there's some really cool, exciting stuff with yeah. that, too. Um, and obviously, I believe, like, there's we got to do something yeah. with that. Right. Like, the technology is there. It's going to get better. Right. Whatever. We can't expect to, like, the thing that they discovered, whatever. Like, it's going to change. We're going to find right. different ways to do things. So yep. it's interesting to see. It's just exciting to... I think all of us just get discouraged when the branding of everything electric is like, it's eco. You don't need to go fast. It's all really <laughs> yeah. nice. It's, it's super like, comfy. And you're, you're like, like eco mode. And it's like a little tree. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, I want to burn rubber. Right. <laughs> That's what like, I'm I want to do. do that. Just do that with the sustainable yeah. thing. I want to like feel it, hear yeah. it, like yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Smell it. That's interesting though, dude. That's a really cool engine. We'll have to keep an eye on that. So yeah, for everyone who wants to look up more about this, it's liquidpiston.com. Yep. So um, liquid piston more information X engine. Okay. So take a peek at it. They got tons and tons of videos, cool. actual working models, that type of stuff. Cool. So anyways, I thought that one was really cool. Interesting. Um, I got a few others. 
We got time to run through a few more? Uh, let's run through a couple more. Maybe okay. we can save some I'll for be, future This episodes is just too. quick specs. So okay. Okay. Um, a couple of the ones that you guys had mentioned and some that I had found. So these small power plants that produce a lot of power. Okay. Nissan has, and this one's been out for a little while, their okay. Nismo division has created a three-cylinder, 400-horsepower, 1.5-liter <laughs> engine that weighs 88 pounds. Oh, is this the one that the dude holds? Yes. Like he's standing there that's holding the president. Picture. He's, he's just holding it. Biggest smile ever, right? Because it's that's like, insane. that's crazy. So 400 that's, horsepower? Yeah. Holy cow. 400 horsepower out of that little thing. So that's insane. I'm assuming they've pretty much maxed that thing out. Yeah. Right? Like you be. can't throw a little tune onto it and put right. 600 or whatever. Yeah, I'd assume it's tuned at that but point. But still. That's crazy. That's so pretty. It's not naturally aspirated, is it? No, it's turbo. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's turbo. Interesting. Um, another one. This one's actually been out for a while. So you Miata guys looking to swap a small <laughs> power plant that produces yeah, pretty well. Can we well. talk real quick about like... The, apparently, all of TikTok is just Miata people. Apparently, everybody owns a Miata That's but us. Insane. That's insane. I what think I we learned. should get a Miata. I think we need to get a Miata. <laughs> and we need to get one of each of these and swap it in or get, get four of them <laughs> and then put one of these cool Do little drag motors race into between it. all yeah. the Miatas with different alternate energy sources. Like the saddest drag race. It's like, <laughs> they all have like one headlight up. <laughs> Rest it up. <laughs> like, yeah, we did 19 seconds in the quarter. <laughs> nice. But anyways, so Ford had a EcoBoost is pretty big. Ford's yep. going, you know, super green yep. electric. They've been doing that stuff for a long time. Yep. Their EcoBoost, I feel like, was kind of the first yeah. lean into that sort of stuff. I learned a really quick side note. I learned why, at least probably part of the motivation for a lot of this stuff from companies. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the EPA and states a, and I, I haven't looked this up at all. I just heard it talking to somebody in the last week. But um, they instigate like a across the board of a manufacturer. They have to hit an average miles per gallon number. So oh. across the board. So like that's probably why you see like if they want to keep making 5.0 Mustangs, they have yeah. to make EcoBoost Mustangs so that that number averages because they have to hit an overall brand average of X miles per gallon, which brings me to my next question. Uh, how the heck is Dodge doing I it? <laughs> I was like trying to think of like what Dodge does yeah. over 20. Right. Like, like unless they have, obviously the, have minivans and they have right. like, but they quit the Dart, right? Uh, Dart's gone. Yeah. Yeah. It what is, other, right? I mean, I... They don't even have a four-cylinder Charger Challenger. They're all the smallest one you can get to V6. Yeah, it's a V6. I don't know what they're doing. That's they, <laughs> they do have some um, turbo diesel type of stuff yeah. too, right? So maybe those are just like... They're not that great though. They're like they high not? 20s. I mean, oh. they're not... It's not like they have any like 40 or 50 mile, mile per gallon cars, but yeah, I don't know. I heard that and I was like, and oh, that makes sense, be, but it doesn't though. They must be like that kid in school that's like just passing, <laughs> right? Just like C average, like enough to graduate, but like... Teachers don't like it very much. <laughs> the, got, e the EPA has like been talking to Volkswagen, and then now they hear this, and they're like, "Hey, Dodge, <laughs> what's what you doing?" He just like, and they're just, just yeah, like cranking this, another turbo on the AC DC plane in the background. Like, <laughs> like no, 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 it's cool. We just made another fifteen hundred horsepower motor. Let's get three miles per gallon. So. <laughs> They're, they're like they're like we thought that was like an average for all American manufacturers, <laughs> not like us. Yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, Chevy's been getting it with their electric. We're fine. <laughs> so they, anyway, EcoBoost. They've been measuring about. it in um, uh, quarter miles per gallon. <laughs> like we hit it just fine. Just they're tweaking like, the paperwork. <laughs> nah, dude, our whole fleet averages a nine second quarter mile. That was like no one asked for that. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but our minivan will do seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Anyways, so Ford, back to Ford, yeah. they have a one liter EcoBoost. Now, the numbers aren't okay. terribly amazing. Is this a current engine? Yeah, they've actually made this since 2012. So it's been in a Fiesta, uh, Focus. I think oh, those are mainly liter. the two. So one liter, super tiny little guy. I believe it's a three cylinder. Um, oh, okay. Only puts okay. out 125 horsepower, um, okay. 170 torque, but it's got an overboost mode that gets it up to 200 torque. 
That's pretty good numbers wow. for one liter. If you think about that's, a tiny little thing. That's what my Porsche makes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good for that. So that's, I imagine, that's an engine that's readily available. Oh, I yeah. find it in junkyards everywhere. Um, probably pretty cheap. So if you guys are like, hey, want a pretty efficient, decent power right. for a, a Miata, small right. platforms like that. That's tiny why it's in motor. the Fiesta. Yeah. That'll get it moving. Oh, yeah. Moving and sure. shaking a little bit. And then the last one I have is... That's interesting. This one, I had never heard of this brand before. I know yeah. it's this is technically a motorcycle engine. Okay, okay. But people swap motorcycle engines, yeah. small platforms all the time. Oh, yeah. They so, all share the technology share between all right. Of them, and so. this one's actually more like seems more car than some of the last motors we've been talking about <laughs> with these rotaries, okay. looking pistons and stuff. This okay. is a four cylinder. Oh, okay. Uh, it's still one liter, nine hundred ninety nine point six cc, uh, naturally aspirated. It's in the Aprilia RS V four RR. That's I'm guessing so the bike that it's in. I know. <laughs> Too many names. That's why we never heard of it. So four cylinder, um, only one liter puts out two hundred one horsepower. Oh, over two hundred horsepower, eighty six foot pound of torque. Eighty six pounds of torque. Yeah, it's, I'm guessing it's well, you know, bikes are wow. super high revving. Oh, right? okay. So to, to get that that, that two hundred horsepower, it's it's eighty six pounds it's of torque that at, at seventeen k or something. Right. Yeah. Super high. <laughs> up is there. it an inline four cylinder? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I yes. Asterix. I think it is. Okay. I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, I would assume other than if it's like a small V or whatever, but right. That's interesting. So I, to make that torque number, I think it would have to be an inline. Here's what I thought was really interesting about that. Okay. So one of the stats they mentioned was it puts out so it's one liter, two hundred one horsepower. It's two hundred one point oh eight horsepower per liter, which I've never really heard a car oh. measured in. Interesting. Horsepower per liter? Yeah. So it's 200 horsepower per oh, liter. Okay. So I wanted to put that in perspective, right? Because horsepower per liter, whoever really right. measures that. Yeah, I'm trying to do that math for my car now. It's not a good number. <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> like, it's not nice. Because what's your Porsche? 2.5? Yeah, two and a half. Liter? And it's whatever, 130 horsepower, something yeah. like that. And my so Subaru is like, a 2.0. That's easier math. 2.0, it's 300 horsepower. Yeah. So whatever, 150 per liter. Yep. Right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 150 oh, so per liter. good, actually. What is this? You just scrapped my whole... Theory. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so this is this is 200 per liter, which is still pretty okay. impressive. So the I I tried to think of like what is like the high horsepower platform? Yeah, the Hellcat. Yeah, that's like okay. the motor, right? If you're thinking okay. like high horsepower, what can I swap it into? Okay, okay. Put that in my Miata too. Yeah, <laughs> that's 717 horsepower for the newer model. That's okay. 115 horsepower per liter. Ooh. So this is 70, 75, 85 okay. horsepower yeah. more. 86 per liter than wow. a Hellcat. Obviously, it's a smaller platform. It's a it's just a one-liter four-cylinder. Right. That's all right. it's got. But, but if, we're that talking, was nuts. if we're talking horsepower per liter, that's crazy. Nuts. They Holy packed that cow. much into that little platform. And but I thought that thing was bike. cool. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's really cool. Right here. It's just <laughs> in between your legs. More horsepower per liter than right. a Hellcat, which is definitely how they should advertise it now. That's really cool. I like that because uh, they do that... Um, what is the weight ratio one that they do? Oh, like a power to weight? Yeah, power to weight ratio. Yep. Like that. This is another interesting one to talk about. I wonder if this is going to get more popular when we start talking about these engines and stuff. Because I'm sure when you get into like the liquid piston thing, mm -hmm. like I wonder if that's how they're going to start rating them. And then because it's not right. like miles per gallon is quickly not going to. I don't think you'll be able to get miles per gallon out of a generator car that's generating an electric battery and stuff. I'm sure there's some math equation to yeah, do it. But yeah. Like I'm sure you'll get there, but I don't know if it's the most like valuable thing anymore it'll probably be right. like at least for that it'll be some electricity measurement it'll thing, probably be like max range yeah which is kind oh, of what yeah. they're doing with electric cars yeah. anyways yeah yeah that's probably you're right that's probably what it'll be that's interesting though and i'm wondering kind of our lingering question all this stuff is like all this works great for like a commuter kind of a thing i'm wondering when these technologies are going to get into like um like 
the car hauler, like the truck that needs to tow right. your car or whatever. Like, I wonder when they're going to get to the point that the generation is enough and the storage is enough that it can maintain something like that on yep. an alternative energy source other yep. than like biodiesel or CNG or whatever mm-hmm. other stuff is. That's interesting, though. OK, so there's a lot of. So like previously, because I mean, I even stumbled on that. We talked about VR6s and I was like, there's basically like two kinds of engine, right? And then you're like, I mean, there's rotaries. I mean, there's this, this, yeah. this, this, you there's have a boxer so outside. Like, yeah, like there's all those. But then to know, to know things are going beyond just a cylinder configuration. Right. And, and something different. And even getting to this small, because I would have thought like a one, li- a one liter engine, I never would have. It's like, oh, that's just whatever. It's a, it's a super eco something engine. Nothing right. exciting. Lawn or whatever. Right. But yeah. to get that type of horsepower figure and then to put that in comparison to like, okay, the Hellcat everybody brags about and talks about and everything. Yeah. This is the horsepower per liter ratio of that. And then now consider those things. Yep. And it just looks exciting for the future of scaling up that smaller platform to what, right. you know, you get to a three liter and now you're at 600 horsepower, right? Right. Essentially. Yep. I'm like, you know, I don't know if that, I'm sure there's other physics stuff that would determine that. It's probably mechanical but, awesome, but whatever, but yeah, yeah, but it's exciting to know that like there's, I don't know, there's more, there's more stuff coming that way. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, that's super, that is super interesting. So on the other end of the, um, of the engine platform and that new engine <laughs> technology. So oh, no. <laughs> I saw this article. So I thought this was a parody. I thought this was like a fake article. Apparently it's real though. So the new, so you know, the C8, the mid engine Corvette. So oh, yeah. it's got a different generation, a different type of V8 engine than the previous, the LS series engines. Right. They built something completely different. Um, the LT six. So this is um, a flat, let's see, I'm going to mess this up. I got to look at it again. Cause I did research last night, but then I forgot. <laughs> It's a flat plane crank. Yes, a flat yep. plane crank engine. And that's something that I don't know if Chevrolet has never done it before. It's not been the strong suit LSs or not that the essentially the benefit is weight savings because right. the, the entire crank is all within one plane. So you don't have all these offset weights and everything. Mm-hmm. But to develop the engine. So in true, I mean, car manufacturers have been doing this for years, but they uh, hopped on eBay like good car people what and they shopped around for a ferrari engine what so they found <laughs> to design this thing yep to design no it way. so they ordered a uh they found a total uh ferrari 458 and they bought it sight unseen i think i was trying to find the price of it i think it was like 30 grand um but oh twenty five thousand dollars. so they just they ordered it off of ebay for twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> and they one of the things in here was that they would have loved to see the person's face who sold this Ferrari engine, and then they had to write the address to like Chevrolet Motors Department, yeah, in right, Pontiac, Michigan, yeah. Um, so yeah, so they bought this thing, they took it apart to try to learn how, what Ferrari was doing to make a high revving flat plane V8, right? And what that yeah. looks like. Well, that's what based- Ferrari has a very iconic, unique right. sound, right? right? That super high, p- right. high RPM, right? V8. And with yeah, and with a lower weight crankshaft that enables faster revving and yep. higher rpm capabilities because yep. there's a lot less kinetic energy going on in there mm-hmm. so that's what the basis of this lt6 engine came that's from, crazy is they dissected a ferrari engine um got in there figured out how it works and then they produced this thing so um that that was the core of it so this engine because i was saw that the was that the picture of the chevy one yes that looks isn't like that nuts? A plastic Ferrari mo- I mean, because they have the plastic <laughs> intakes. You know what I mean? In it, GM fashion, it looks it like a plastic version of European GM, stuff. <laughs> but it, it totally does. Um, but anyway, so that's so that's where this new LT6 came from. Um, obviously, it has a different sound. It's higher revving. Um, I think it has a 9,000 RPM red line. Now, this is different than, because there's two new Corvettes. There's Correct. The, there's the regular C8. That's yep. still a low revving. Is right. it? Are there two? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't look so that far into the, it. I think it's the Z06 
Okay. Was that your mic stand? Yeah. Okay. Definitely sounded like a door opening over there and I don't have a door over there. <laughs> so it scared me a little bit. We're good. So there's the new C8 that's okay. got the regular, like the one that's in the Camaro, okay. the one that's in everything. So they have an V8. LS C8 as well? Yeah. I think it's LS, I guess, I right? Because it's, it's not LT. Yeah. And then the, the I believe it's only the Z06 has got this flat plane crank. high Weird. Because if you hear a regular, yeah. which like the way a C8 looks. Yeah. Let's all be honest. It is an American-made yep. supercar yep. for a quarter of what right. you get a, a exotic supercar right. for. Like, right. they're like as weird just, as it is. They kind of nailed it. Like, they're it just is like really interesting. cutting them off at the knees with mm. all the other. As far as competition goes, now it's still we need a hor- we need a dollar per horsepower rating for supercars Dude, and stuff too. Because that's totally that's, that's a competitor. Because uh, with supercars, so we'll go off on another tangent maybe with this. <laughs> but with supercars, like like you were saying, like a raw crank and wheel horsepower is like almost not going to do it anymore right. like we get it you can right. go over a thousand horsepower right freaking hank iras oh getting over geez. a thousand something with five cylinders <laughs> yes. in those things like yeah. and now he's getting into r8 <laughs> yes. i'm like what do you how much do you need yes. yeah. like, you, you tip yeah. over like two thousand three thousand horsepower and yeah. it's like all right right like it's like there's easy. not a there's not a tire <laughs> that can enough <laughs> there's not a tire that can handle it right yeah well and like in the tires he's putting on those things he's going from like everybody has these big low profiles and he's going to the smallest size yeah rim he can get with the meatiest tire with all of the um the whatever they're called the rings on the outside that like lock the tire in oh it's like a beadlock uh, beadlock yeah, yeah he's got be- to literally keep the tire on slicks because he's on spinning rims or rim in or whatever. tires yeah, yeah ridiculous insane but well he's anyway. probably running into if you think about i was i was listening to i don't remember what it was it was some specs on i think it was the new rs3 and okay. they were talking about the brake rotor size is like 15 okay. yeah like 15 inches yeah. so you can't go smaller than a right. 16 inch probably no you're probably limited to I would bet they can't go smaller than 18 at that size. I would guess. I know if it's I have 18s on mine. Inch, if it's a rotor and then you have a caliper on top of that. That's right. Yeah. That. And then that's yeah. the outer dimension of the wheel. So like, yep. it's got to be 18s. Yeah. The minimum. So to try to get this because drag wheels, a lot of times, you know, see yeah. those, those are like 14, 15, 16 inch right. rims. Right. And they're they aired old, way down. They have yeah. like almost no air pressure. And they, that's why they're being locked. And they out the whole fender <laughs> to like fit this giant tire in there, yeah. right? Where yeah. he's doing it basically with like a stock body, right? Essentially, right. probably all carbon and full or whatever. interior and everything. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. he's just like, hey, I did some tuning. I put some of my custom engine parts on it, and now it can run seven. So yeah. I'm like what? It's like what? Do you, and I squirted some E85 in it, and right. it's this fifteen hundred horsepower. Right. It's like what are you doing? Did you see the um the this versus that where he uh, he had it on against? The which one was it? He did it against the Hoonicorn. He mm. did it against another guy though. I can't remember who it was. But he he did two passes and he like smoked the guy. He like the first one was even up. The second one he gave him I think two or three car lengths. And then he got back. He's like, yeah. What did he say? He's like, yeah. I feel like we're just wasting dinosaur bones at this point. So you mind if I do some donuts? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So I just did donuts and that was it. That's was awesome. Like, like you're not Hank. gonna have a chance. Well, yeah. so one of the crazy things yeah. with. I don't remember what we started this with at all. That's totally fine. This is way cooler. The crazy <laughs> things with these goes. these insane tuners you got, yeah. right? Sheepy Race, uh, yeah. IROS, uh, you got, I forget their name. I mean, they you do got Vipers. 034, you got like all those yeah. other guys. Well, so you have those, but then you have like the more boutique, I would say. Oh, tuner sure. Shops. Sure. Uh, Calvo Motorsports with the oh, Vipers. They're yep. doing over 2,000 horsepower. Like, <laughs> All these insane yeah, why is Hennessy and, doing those oh, super high yeah. horsepower stuff. Like oh, I have a such a funny Hennessy story to tell you later. So there was so Tesla Model S Plaid yeah. is like the name in like yeah. oh my electric like that's like the performance right. name in electric cars are faster right. than gas cars. Right. Have you seen the I don't remember who tuned it? So R8, uh the the V10 twin turbo. Okay. Just smoking a plaid. <laughs> 
like cr- from I think it was from a stop and like from, from like a, a sixty roller wow. or whatever. And then um, I heard the the Calvo guys. Yeah. They were talking about I think it was Matt Farah maybe okay. talking about. I think he took him out and was racing. And okay. he's like, so what do we do? Like a 60 roll? And they're like, these things don't really move till 200. <laughs> like, what, what, it was like 100 to 200, I think, for oh. the rolls they were doing. It's like, oh, it's <laughs> so fast. That's scary. But just insane. Wow. Like the, this thing just smokes the plaid. Yeah. Because you think crazy. the plaid is like, okay, well, the thing with electric cars is they're full torque all right. the way right now. Right. And you don't get that with a regular right. gas motor, but those just... These are no regular gas no, motors. No, no. Dude, it just cra- went. Like the number of like two and 3,000 horsepower, like... Like basically Vipers, GTRs. I think that's kind of the two big ones. Like those are yep. like crazy horsepower figures coming yep. out of those. And I then the, like. the Lamborghini Huracan, Huracans oh, yeah. or whatever. And the, and the R8s. I think yep. those are basically the main like Feels like those are four. starting to get into that group of like yep. having these crazy high horsepower figures. And then but. Dodges. <laughs> Challengers. <laughs> yeah. the, the Hellcats or Demons or whatever. They, what is yeah. the Demon come 900 or something from the factory? Yeah. It's the, isn't it the highest horsepower factory engine you can buy? I think that's, so. I think that's yeah. the thing they tout or something. But do you see the uh, that's topic for another time? It's gonna be a way <laughs> big tangent before we start on that. Yeah. But but anyway, so this I episode that was, is called "Weird Engines You've Never Heard About" <laughs> and why you should care. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, so I thought that was They're super cool. interesting. It's uh, just some stats on the engine. Um, so it's a 670 naturally aspirated horsepower engine. That's so it's nuts. the highest it's horsepower that that naturally feels, aspirated engine. That feels like. Not cool. After right. we just talked about 3,000 right. horsepower motors. But think but about that's, that's NA. So now what happens yeah. if you supercharge that? Or what happens if right. you twin turbo that? Or whatever. But Well, there is crazy. some limit, right, to um, to what you can do mechanically. Because mm-hmm. like, what's the compression ratio on something like that? It's got to be super high. I think this is a high compression engine, yeah. Because you, you can only do so much before like the gas can't... Uh, like evaporate and ignite properly and yeah. stuff like that, right? But there's a lot you can do too. I mean, like a lot of guys. So if if you were to if say you wanted to do a twin turbo setup on something like yeah. this, you'd be which I'm, I do. Yeah. So this is more of a shopping cart. <laughs> right. Um you what do have I need to, to add an eBay right now is what yeah. I'm asking. But like they'll have like you can get different head gaskets that'll affect your compression ratio. You can get different oh, pistons. Sure. You can sleeve the block. You can do a whole bunch of different stuff to modify and, yep. and mess with compression ratio. So stuff. you kind of like lower it. Yeah. And then so you Add can increase it back it, right. with with turbo exactly. or something like that. That makes but that's, sense. That's what they were going for. Is you've got the highest, you've got the highest naturally aspirated horsepower out of any V8 that's ever been produced. But anyway, so that was the cool motor thing. So that's awesome. On this whole, maybe a common thread through this whole episode, and I guess how we'll wrap it up today um, is. So we talked, we opened talking about fuel prices and all this other crazy stuff. Yep. Then we talked about super efficient engines and then probably a not very efficient engine, but cool sounding engine. We got um, all sides of the spectrum. Yeah, we got the whole, and they're all cool, the whole gamut. Um, so never used that word in a sentence before. Don't know if I used it right, but we're going to go with it. So am I playing music or are you playing music? Sorry. Oh, we're that, <laughs> that thing. No, you're good. Um, so we kind of covered the whole spectrum of engines here. So yep. I figured a good way to close this out. Um, let's talk tips on improving your miles per gallon because that's oh, yeah. something that's super, obviously it's super relevant right now. What are the little tips um, that you do to make sure you get the most mileage out of? You probably don't. I'm the wrong if you guy were to ask this. <laughs> well, you're not the one driving two and a half hours to record I know, today. I okay? know. Um, I'm the wrong but guy. But no, like what, what are some tips that people can kind of take into practice to, to not sap the fun out of their driving? Because one yeah. of these tips is actually to have a little more fun in your car because that can be detrimental if you don't. Um, but I, like I'll start with a couple and then if you've got a couple tips, like big thing initially to start out with and every, I think people neglect this a lot, routine maintenance stuff way mm. beyond just oil change, but like make sure, check on your engine air filter. That's literally how yeah, your engine is point. breathing. Yeah. And so if that's if that's restricted, if you've got a lot of dust buildup in there, if you haven't changed it, and I think the interval is supposed to be every six months to a year, something like that, mm-hmm. there's a mileage rating on it. But 
check that out. Super cheap. It's probably 20 bucks to replace. It can help your engine breathe a lot cleaner, less restricted. So that's going to require less power to run. You're going to get yep. better miles per gallon. Um, another thing is checking your tires, like making sure your tire pressure is where it needs to be yeah. in the winter. You know, air condenses because the colder air. Right. So, so you got the winter air in your tires. Your your summer <laughs> not your summer all PSI. Wrong about that. Right. And yeah. you're, you're going to be lower. And if you've got softer tires, less air in them, um, there's more rolling resistance. So yep. it's going to it's and not going to increase a lot. In but general, in winter, you get a little bit worse mileage, right? Because right. you have more rolling resistance on the road. Yeah. From snow. Right. Ice. Yeah. I mean, you've got water, that. You've got technically you're making a little more power because the air is denser. There's more oxygen in it, so you oh, can sure. achieve a little bit more combustion per whatever per quantity of per volume of air. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another piece that comes into it, which sucks because normally that's super fun for right now is it's boost season because right. you get a little extra umph for it, but not today. Uh, Your engine stays a little colder, yeah, you know, like yeah, you yeah. get that Everything's little extra a little cooling. bit more efficient. But yeah. um but yeah, so checking on so check your air filter, check all the routine maintenance stuff, check your tire pressure. Big thing is brakes. So people don't realize especially in a lot of modern cars, you got the little electronic e-brake thing. Yep. Or um like I know a lot of Audis, um, I just saw it on a Ford recently too. They don't really have an e-brake in the rear anymore. It's just another lever on the caliper that closes the caliper. Right. So as your car ages, that can all that system can get a little rusty where you've got sticking brake pads and now you've got resistance. So oh, so I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, something. Not only does it burn out your rear brakes, um, but it's something that while it's dragging, your engine's working a little bit harder, so you're not achieving your best miles per gallon. Um, so especially at time like this, um, it's just super important. You know, start tracking. Maybe something to just start doing in general is just start keeping an eye on where your mileage is because that could be a really good indicator on if you have a problem coming up with your car. Yeah. Um, and, and that's an important thing to note yeah. too. Like, I think that's really good that you're bringing that yeah. up because initially what came to mind to me is like, don't accelerate hard. Yeah. Like don't right. be gunning it everywhere. I'm telling right. myself this more than anybody, <laughs> like t in general, just like drive yeah. softer. Right. Like I think one of the things, I think it was Mythbusters maybe way back. Okay. Um, they were talking about whatever efficiency of engines and yeah. like braking is essentially converting the energy of the gas into heat. That's always stuck with me too. That's funny right? that you say that. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So yeah. I think of that like, not accelerating too hard where I'm having to brake all the time. Right. Like you see like in traffic, right? People are like gun it, slamming the brakes, right. gun it, slamming the brakes. It's right. like if you just kept, if there was somebody next to each other on the highway, one person's like gunning it and then slamming the brakes and like moving around people and stuff like they're right. going to be so much less efficient than the dude on cruise at like right. 65. Right. Who's just rolling through. Right. Especially between lights. Like you're, especially if you know the light's going to still be red by the time you get there. Right. Just like Chill. put the clutch in. Just yep. coast. Because like you're going to get there at the same time, you're going to go at the same time. So nothing's right. going to change. So why waste Isn't that a such extra? a good feeling yeah. when someone like rides your butt? Oh. And then they whip around you yeah. and then you pull up next to them at and the next stoplight and you're just like, <laughs> it's like, what's up, man? And then you beat that's them off the line. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> yeah. And that's why I wanted to talk about these. Cause like, I don't think, I don't know. You could, you could drive super light and never get on it. Never experience. Yeah. But that's not why we have cars. That's not why we have fun cars. Yeah. So anything you can do to try to just help your car run a little bit better. It's going to be better for the car long term. You're going to yeah. have a better feel on it. I, but then you're setting it up best. Really good points too, because a lot of us are buying used cars. Right. There's a, probably a very small percentage, myself included, right. who's ever bought a, I've never bought a new car. Right. Brand new car. Right. Like first owner. Right. So like, how do you know how the last person who owns your car right. took care of it? Right. Sometimes it's very obvious because it's bad. Right. Sometimes oh, you're fixing people's mistakes. Like I've seen right. so many fun, funny videos about that of like figuring yes. out the last guy's mistakes. And <laughs> yes. it's like, Totally the wrong stuff. Yes. Um, or so, even young you. If you've had a car for a long time, like a lot of stuff oh, I sure. fix on my 944, I'm like, why did you do this? Who was Jacob? the idiot? Oh, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was me. In 2019. Sweet. So that's a, that's super important. Yeah. Um, what's a short list? So you said uh, brakes, 
Um, yeah, so, in, so air intake fluids filter. first, right? Yep. Like make sure your fluids are up to date. Oh, Stay right. on top yep. of that. Any additional contaminants is just additional friction. Yep. Brake pads, rotors, the whole braking system, make sure that's all up to date. Um, filters are obviously very important. Spark plugs, that kind of stuff. Like yeah. make sure it essentially all your engine's doing is it's breathing air, it's adding fuel, it's combusting, and it's generating power. So anything yep. you can do to make that more efficient. Yep. Um, and then you mentioned wheels and tires too. Yes. That's huge. Not only huge for difference. tires, right? Inflation, right. uh tread wear, stuff like that. Right. Are your wheels balanced properly? Right. And then also if you have aftermarkets, like how heavy are those guys? <sighs> I've got some aftermarket wheels that are like heavy. Yeah, the ones on my Porsche right now resistance are and they're twice yeah. the weight of what was on it before. Wow. It's crazy. Well, because you go bigger, right? So right. you're talking more metal. Right. You get a little bit less rubber, but right. you know, but even like wheel, more. like wheel size, like typically, I know when I had my Mark sit, when I had my TDI, I was mm -hmm. really big into like trying to figure out how to optimize this. And you would take like a two or three mile per gallon average hit just going from 17s to 18s, and wow. just that, and it was the same exact width and everything. It's just a different. I think it has to do with the um, the sidewall and like the density of the tire or whatever stuff yep. like that, and the weight overall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Like there's a lot of ways, a lot of little things like that. But again, that may be something, you know, maybe you like the look of your car. Like, I don't want to like, I don't know. I'm trying because even like today I was trying to do the math on which car I should take. I was trying to figure all that out. And I was like, you know, I really want to drive the WRX. So like, right. I just have to drive it, but I'm going to choose to cruise at a certain speed. That's another, I guess, two more things I want to touch on with it. One cruising speed makes a huge difference. If you go yeah. 65 or like 68 compared to 74, there's a huge miles per gallon difference there. It's different for every car. It's different for gearing. Right. But there is a sweet spot in every car of where like 50 is going to be the best, but no roads are 50 anymore. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, but like there are certain like four hours to get yeah. here. <laughs> but trial and error, like go on the highway and see, okay, if I actually stick to 70, you might actually get better. I shouldn't advise that. So <laughs> 70 is the speed limit. No, I was going to say something else, but I'm going to not. So, <laughs> okay. Just, I mean, if you experiment around with a few different speeds and kind of figure out like, where is your best average going to yeah. be? Cause maybe going two or three over is going to be it. And you're going to risk it. Maybe going like two under and you actually do the math to say, okay, I'm really only going to show up two minutes later than I would have. Right. Maybe it's worth it. If it's a drive that's this long and that's going to end up saving me whatever, 10 bucks. Or I something did notice like. now that you say that Yeah. you sent, because you always send me like yeah. your ETA. Yeah. It was like whatever, 834. Yeah. When you started. Yeah. And I got a notification like halfway through. It's like, Jake will now arrive six minutes sooner. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you're in the I found a this. shortcut. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> found a shortcut. It was from here to here on the pedal. Yeah. It was on Mexico. It was in Mexico. So yeah, it was yeah. cool. I got you. Um, <laughs> it's so funny that you got the notification. Yeah, I'm good like, to know. nice. Nice. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, but yeah, like, th so those kind of things, like experimenting around and kind of figuring out where's your car's sweet spot. Yeah. Like, obviously, the slow acceleration and then getting up to speed and then not constantly accelerating around people and slowing down, accelerating around or whatever, like finding that. So then the other, the counterintuitive one for all of this and the one I guess I'll close this out with is um, don't always baby your car. Like if you baby your car, it mm -hmm. can actually produce carbon buildup and it can start clogging really? things in the engine. So it does need to breathe a little. Like you got to get on it every once in a while. Like yeah. in my diesel, it was especially important because the um, the diesel particulate filter could actually mm -hmm. clog if it, yep. from too much soot building up. But even on like a regular, like a gasoline engine, like you have to get on it every once in a while for a couple of reasons. One, uh, this one will sound bad, but hear me out. Like if you have a, if you have an engine problem that's developing, you're probably and you can't hear it at 2,000 RPM. You're 100 percent gonna be able to hear it at 5,500 RPM. So it's yeah. gonna give you. I spit everywhere. Just like, that's right. <laughs> it'll it'll give you some awareness of what's going on. You'll catch something, but yep. also you'll you'll I don't know. You'll hear your engine run the entire spectrum. You can hear that out. You can break out any like build up stuff that's starting. You enjoy your car a little bit too, but it is good for it. Like not yeah. every stop later or whatever, but like at least once a week. Like have fun on an on ramp. Well, that was like 
a thing with rotaries, right? Yeah. They were like, you have to take them to 9,000. Right. Like, I forget how what the interval was, yeah. but like, you got to yeah. take them to full RPM yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. It's good for a car. Like a car, an engine is designed, they don't put the red line there as like a... Um, like a danger do not get near like the the fast and furious like manifold yeah. pressure or whatever. <laughs> yeah. like it's not that it's probably probably your red line is actually like what a thousand rpm higher than that before things actually well get that's bad. how you can like on my audi i think yeah. the red line was 6200 rpm yeah and i did the tune and everything and then it's cool because it's digital dash so yeah. it was like Broop, and it that's went a thousand rpm higher that's crazy 7200 yeah. rpm is the red line because you got and like i get it they're tuning from the factory they're trying to be generous to any variance that can happen in the process but like your engine your engine's designed to do it so well, like no, they're tuning for epa standards not right. like right smiles per gallon right standards right they so. don't need to do that so right. so there's um so there's there's a lot that can be said for making sure i mean we can even see it in some ways on this turbo that's sitting on the desk in front of us yeah if you don't the higher RPM that you're running through the engine, the more air it's cycling through, the faster the velocity of everything coming out of your engine. Right. So it's going to reduce the ability for any sort of buildup that's going on. So yep. so it's good for your engine. It's good for your engine to let it breathe every once in a while. Obviously, don't go crazy. Like, you don't have to get up to like 120, 130 to get on the ramp, but just just okay, like a fine. first through, <laughs> like a first through third gear or something yeah. like that. Just let it let it get all the way up. Let it in my car, at least any, anybody's got a turbo, let it experience boost. Yeah. You're going to catch you're going to catch anything weird earlier if you do that and you're going to prevent you know just weird build-up stuff and a slow yep. lack of efficiency over and time. if you're going to have rod knock i mean you might as well just send it through oh, the yeah. block oh yeah <laughs> no one wants to have rod knock at a stoplight and be right. like oh is that sound that, about? it's just like no send it dude at that point at send a stoplight it. yeah yeah but anyway so that's kind of i guess that's kind of the stuff we've got we could i feel like we could tangent on this we could keep going time, on but it but that was really good i mean we hit the whole, whole spectrum from yeah. high efficiency to to I fun yep, right yep yep uh, all across that <laughs> fun I like that. a lot of good tips to yeah. save gas especially in the stuff we're having right now so right, right. hopefully by the time this comes out it'll right. be a little bit better I hope I have so. a feeling it won't be yeah but anyways but it's all I mean gas prices have been going up since forever so I mean it's, yeah. it is what it is we'll make yep. do with it but uh it's but yeah. all a cycle it'll come back down it totally is at all but anyway have a good week we'll see you again next time peace I stay ending episode with peace peace